Good morning. Welcome to Duality. I'm your host, Akasha, and I am here to talk about what to do when you're feeling lost, lost and found. So before we get into that, I myself this morning have been feeling quite lost and disheveled. Um, I kind of flew into the studio wildly, but in a good way, like kind of calm about it, you know calm chaos so i want to start off by just grounding into the space and going back to our roots going back to our root by playing the root chakra bowl i have right here with me and yeah so i invite you to get comfortable Wherever you are, whether you're walking, sitting, laying down. And allow yourself to just have a soft gaze at something. Just focus on one particular thing. And take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. And every time you breathe, allow yourself to breathe in more air and let out more air. Envisioning that. Every time you inhale, you're inhaling all of the goodness, all of the oxygen. You're bringing it into your blood, into your cells, pumping your body with elements in which it needs to thrive. And when you exhale, completely clearing out anything that no longer serves you, any buildup, any tension, any awkwardness, anxieties, anything that doesn't feel so good. And if it feels good for you, repeat after me. I am safe. destroy what is not. I am balanced. I trust myself. I love myself. I surrender to the great mystery. Thank you for taking that moment with me, taking that moment for yourself, just to recalibrate and ground down 
I feel like that's really important to do when we start to feel lost and when we start to feel scattered or like up in the air and uh, to kind of just bring ourselves back to the present moment is uh, really crucial, really important for pretty much all case scenarios, but especially when feeling lost. And I feel like when you get lost, you have the perfect opportunity to find yourself in a deeper layer. It's like, Everything is a loop. <laughs> Shout out to Gonzo. I don't even know where you are, human, that I met when I was 15 once or twist. But there was this kid that I had met, and he said to me, it's like, everything is loops. I mean, naturally, he was also on acid when he said this to me. <laughs> but it's something that's stuck in my head for always. He was explaining it like he w he wasn't really giving much details. It was just like everything's a loop. We're in a loop loops, and I just remember that. I was just like, hmm. I kind of know what you mean, but I feel like I'll know what you mean more in the future. And every time a cycle will seemingly either repeat itself or I have like almost like not deja vu exactly, but like uh, a familiarity of a situation. You know, like when you notice a common denominator of something like, oh, okay, I always get donuts when I'm stressed out or I smoke a cigarette after I eat or I am in a constant relationship cycle with different people with similar traits. Like when you notice these things, it's like it, it's a loop, you know? But the thing is, it's like not a loop, that's just, a, it's not a circle. It's a spiral, you know, and it goes forward and back and just kind of goes through time. And you could think of it as like the DNA double helix. There's an ebb and a flow. There's an up and a down. And sometimes because it's, it's exactly the same throughout as far as like the spiral itself, um, not the bills between, but it could seem like you've done something already. And sometimes that could seem discouraging. And sometimes that can seem motivating. And sometimes that can seem comfortable. Other times it could seem extremely uncomfortable if you're trying to change these cycles and you're noticing them. But most importantly is that you're noticing them. So what you do after that moment is, uh, you know, it's up to you. And how we can apply our knowing of the present moment when we catch ourselves in an infinite spiral. Like, what is it that, what grounds you and what brings you balance? Like, when you walk the line of finding balance, you're like a little bit to the left is insanity and a little bit to the right is, I don't know, whatever the opposite of insanity is, I suppose. But either way, there's a thin line. And when you're not walking, on air when you kind of stray from the path it can get scary there is uh actually my birthday last year 2020 i went up to a tree house and uh by myself and i gave myself a ceremony and a birthday the way i deserve to and in that i went to the woods 
I wanted to go like get acquainted with the land that I was on before settling in. So I just put my things down and I went into the woods and the woods were huge. Um, I gave the land some offerings and I'm like talking to the land and then I started to get distracted. I seen something like shiny on a tree. And simultaneously, I remember exactly where my mind went. Like I was think, I seen something shiny, and then my mind went somewhere completely different, not unrelated to the actual shiny object or whatever it was that was um, catching my attention, enticing me to go that way. I started thinking about different things. I started thinking about my ex. I started thinking about tying these different things together in my mind, like Charlie in that episode of uh, "It's Always Sunny." I always like correlate myself with him. And that specific meme where he's like, you know. But uh, so I'm thinking about all these different things. I'm just like trying to find out everything all the time. And uh, in that moment, I get distracted. So I go off of the path. So there's like a clear path and in, in maybe not so clear, but it's clear enough that you can know like, okay, this is a path. This is how I go over here. This is how I get back. So I get off of it, completely go rogue. And... I did, I didn't realize I was lost until I was like in the thick of like a swamp kind of situation. It was like wetlands and my boots were like getting absorbing water because they were material. And I was like, wait a second. Where the fuck am I right now? I like turn around and I'm like, oh no, I'm lost. I'm upstate. Two hours away, lost in the woods, you know, and I was just like, all right, well, how am I going to get back? So instead of like freaking out, I had a moment of freaking out, but I was just like, okay, takes deep breath. Like I trust myself. I trust myself. I just kept saying that. I trust myself. I'll get back. I trust myself. I know my way home. And I kept on saying that. So I'm like, all right, real nature stuff. Apply everything you know, you know, just like. Use all your senses and your intuition. And I looked around and I was just, I just kept walking. I just kept walking. Something that my friend Emilio, uh, he he facilitates fire walks. And um, so you walk on fire. So I got to do that. Um, it was really awesome. And when you walk on fire, the whole thing that you have to do is like, Walk like you have a purpose, he says. Like, Look straight like you're walking into your future. Do not look down. Do not look back. Walk straight. So that I kept doing that because that was playing in my head. So I kept doing that. I was like, no, I know where I'm going. Like, I know. Like, I, And I was, like, talking to myself in that way. And I would just walk. I would just confidently walk. And then I'd end up in, like, I, remember I almost fell into, like, this whole, like, bush of, like, thorns or something crazy there was a lot of stuff happening and i'm like okay am i still confident in where i'm going because this is scary like what is happening i look around i seen this like huge yellow bright yellow like neon yellow mushroom i was like you know all the truth of the universe i should just like pay attention so i just like looked at it and i was like you're right i'll go left so i did <laughs> i did and um then I ended up near a street. And when I was near this street, I looked up and I seen two people walking, you know. And um, mind you, like, I'm getting ready to have a ceremony. So I'm in all white. 
I'm in. I have a white head wrap, white shirt, white pants. The only thing I didn't have white on was my, was my material shoes. And uh, <laughs> I look at these people, and I'm like, should I go up to that street? Like, is that a, is that a quicker or a safer way for me to get back? And then I'm like, how? How would that be quicker or safer if you don't know where that street is? You don't know where a street leads. You don't know these people, and you didn't come from that way. So I like I had this moment of like, I guess cognitive dissonance where I was like, uh, well that looks like it and then it doesn't. But I'm like that's not even my path. And then just like dawned on me like everything that happened applied in my life. Every single thing that happened in this story applied in my life and maybe could apply in yours. And when I looked at these people like having just like effortless time, I was like maybe. I should do that because it looks a lot more simpler and easier than this like being lost in the woods situation that I've gotten myself in. But once again, it wasn't my path and other people's path might look simpler, but it's not yours. And it could be very different for many different reasons. So I'm like, all right, like I'm not, I had done something. I'm not going with like Sally and John. Like I just named them. I'm like, I'm not going with Sally and John up on this road. Like, who knows? They might not even know where they're going. Why am I going to take advice from them, you know? And then I looked, and I'm like, oh, do they see me? Because I probably look creepy as hell right now. <laughs> just like, like a whole witch in the winds. I'm just, like, decked out in just, like, bright white clothes. So I'm like, all right, just keep it moving. So I just kept that confidence, and I kept that confidence, and I kept on feeling these deep life lessons in getting lost and every time I would start to get anxiety because the sun's going down mind you like it's it's sunset like it's getting dark and I just tuned in and I just like went into my heart I went into my body and I was like nah you got this like you're gonna go home and I started laughing about it I was just laughing about the whole situation I'm like this is hysterical that you got yourself in this situation but you needed to and even if you didn't need to you're here now so let's take some like lessons back from it. Eventually the fire spit me out by the fire pit and I was like, oh, I'm back. <laughs> and I was just grateful to be back. I felt like very emotional about it because the whole situation was really depthful. Although a simple situation, was very, very depthful. Um, and all of the cliches, but that kind of came with it. You know, don't get lost in the woods, but also you know how to get your way back home. So physically, in real time, when I had gotten lost, I noticed for me the best thing was to not allow myself to get ahead of myself, but to just stay with myself. Instead of leaving myself and abandoning myself, I'm already lost, I'm already scared. When we get lost, sometimes we get scared. Majority of the time we get scared, you know? It doesn't feel comfortable because we can't control it to a certain extent. You know, majority of it. The only thing we could ever control is our reactions. So when we feel completely out of control, it's like, what do you do next then? And uh, for me, it was just like, don't leave yourself in the woods. Don't leave yourself wherever you are. If you are lost and the last thing you remember is you know, the memory of something that wasn't so good. And then you notice that you started to feel lost after this memory or this event or whatever, however it came to you. 
sit with what that is. You know, um, later on in the evening, I sat with what it was that I was unpacking. And it was, like, really deep and really intense. And um, I had to ask myself, like, what is real, you know? What is authentic? What is true? And is what I feel in this situation real and true and authentic to the circumstances? And um, I had to unpack that also with myself in that space of feeling so lost and feeling so scared. I had to surrender to that. And it's not, a, it's not easy, but it's easeful. Once you surrender to something greater than you that you know, like you submit to your higher power or yourself or your ego or whatever it is within you, and outside of you and however you believe in in a good way, you come to realize that you're your own savior. You know, you're, you're your hero. You're also your villain. So the quicker we realize that and um, understand that Majority of the factors, if not all, that are happening outside of us is caused from the chaos that is stirring up within us. And if you're feeling like life is really messy outside of you, come to ask what is stirring up within you. Even if we take that in a global way, like the world is chaos right now. The world's been chaos. The world is birthing chaos. But right now it's like just I feel disharmonic um, where things have to you know, change, like, nature is chaos, but also, like, it is harmony, you know, and um, even if you look globally at what's going on in the world, it's a reflection of the chaos that is going on within people, you know, it might not always be you, but your neighbor or the person that you met or person you don't know could be going through some crazy chaotic stuff and not, and just suppressing it, and then it's, it's, it's magnifying somewhere, it's amplifying somewhere. You know, the more you suppress something, the more somewhere else it'll amplify. Never never eliminates. You can't destroy energy. You can only change it. So with that knowing, why not change it into something good if it doesn't feel good? Rather than just being like, eh, I'll go to it later. It doesn't feel good. I'll go to it later. Because then in some other way, whether you're conscious of it or not, it's magnifying and amplifying immensely in your subconscious or, you know, I can't sit here and tell you physics and quantum the way it'll appear somewhere else, but I believe it will. And I hope that that reminder of hearing that is encouragement to face these things when we're feeling lost, to face these things when we're feeling down, when we're feeling sad, and find ourselves. How do we find ourselves? We build the courage up. How do we gain courage? Like uh, Brienne Brown, Brene Brown says, you gain courage by being vulnerable. How do you get vulnerable? You speak your truth. Compassionately, authentically, speak your truth. No matter how uncomfortable that is, because there is no growth in comfort. There's stagnancy there. 
comforts are okay you know naturally we all like comforts we all like different things that make us feel like comfy and that's so it's okay to have comforts but to only exist in a comfortable space is not allowing yourself to have the capacity to grow in the way that you would in other case scenarios when you were discomforted when you weren't comfortable you'll notice like these quantum leaps you take when you are in a struggle or when you are in a situation where you're like i need to get the fuck out of this i don't care like i need to go when you feel that you move quicker if you're like mm, i could deal with this a little longer you know i'm kind of comfy i got this blanket here i'm cozy it's fine it's no big deal I'll, I'll worry about it later when you have that space to be like i'll worry about it later that's a dangerous space to be because you know, our egos, once again, I'll never say our egos are villain because it's not. But our ego will certainly be like, all right, well, we're good here. Um, I sense no threats. We're okay, you know, because our ego is not going to sense ourself as a threat because it's built upon protecting ourselves from others, not from ourselves. Now, ourself, our higher self, our spirit our essence that is what's going to save you from yourself our ego is going to protect you from other things so it's a necessary force that we need it's that yang energy you know and our yin will come in and destroy everything within ourselves that we need to destroy within ourselves so be open to both when you feel lost maybe you need to destroy some things Maybe you need to create some things. Creation and destruction, they happen simultaneously. You cannot do something without giving another in equal exchange. You know, shout out to Full Metal Alchemist. Shout out to Ariel for putting me onto it. It's something that is so needed in order. It, it's needed. It's just, it's just divine law. You know, it, if you want to obtain something, you need to give it equal value or else you probably didn't obtain it probably an illusion of something, you know, or or it's exactly equal to whatever it is that you gave. So if you're going to get something, you want to receive something, be mindful of that, you know. What is it that I want? What do I want from this situation? And what am I willing to give for it? It's like if I go to a healer, a Reiki practitioner, a healer of any way, shape, or form. And I'm like, I'm going to give this person money. Now I'm going to get healed from all my trauma. Is that realistic? Is that, I don't know if it's realistic. <laughs> Regardless of how much money it is. How, how can anybody do that for you? You know, you got to be willing every time you go to get a session from somebody, whether it's therapy, whether it's Reiki, whether it's homeopathy, whether it's acupuncture, acupressure, chiropractor, whatever it is. I'm naming all the things I do, right? <laughs> um, you have to be willing to surrender to what you're about to receive as well as give your offerings. Give your exchange, whether that be financial. Give your exchange, whether that be I made you food. Give your exchange, whether that mean I do this and you do that. Let's exchange. Let's let's teach each other things. Let's share traits. Let's share experience. Let's share this. And um, so you give your offering, 
But then are you giving your surrender? Are you giving your surrender to, to, to find yourself? Or are you comfortable with being lost? Are you comfortable with being sad? And something that comes up a lot, a friend of mine who I actually sat in a Aya ceremony with posted recently this post that said like, it was talking about two brothers that suffered with depression. And um, the younger brother was talking about his older brother saying that there was a specific song. I'll post this later because I feel like I'm going to butcher it, but I'll give you the essence of it. That when we get sad, oh, I miss being sad. I miss being sad. That was the quote in the song. And that line stuck out. I believe it was a Nirvana song. And that line stuck out to his little brother because he's like, there's this grieving period and there's this time where we grow and then we look back at our old coping mechanisms and we're like, wow, like I'm not that anymore. That makes me sad because that's like a part of me that I'm not anymore. So it's like we grieve a part of ourselves, you know, which reminds me of an episode, one of the beginning episodes we briefly touched on this. But, you know, just like everything is a loop and a cycle and just a spiral and it goes back and forth. But yeah, like, it is sad that you can't be sad anymore if you're so used to being sad. You know, I was definitely one of those people that was just like a real big sad girl listening to my sad songs, be sad. What did that turn out to? It turned out for me to be an angry girl. I got real angry all the time. Very angry. Fought a lot. Um, with everyone and everything because what I was actually sad. One of the first therapists I ever went to, they said to me, uh, sadness, anger is sadness turned inside out. And that was also something I remembered for the rest of my life thus far. And, you know, when we get angry, it's like we're really hurt. Or else we wouldn't be angry, wouldn't care. We wouldn't care to get mad. We're hurt. Some way, somehow, we're hurt whether it's happening to us directly or we're hurt for someone else out of empathy. And, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to let go of that at times because that's a comfort once again. But it's fulfilling. And you can also give yourself moments. Like for me, like I'll listen to a sad song. I know it's going to make me sad. And I'll listen to it. And I'll associate it with different memories. So, like, if I have a, a song that reminds me of a friend that passed away or an ex-relationship or an ex-friendship or, you know, anyone, anything that makes me kind of, like, sad, I'll give it a moment and I'm like, okay, what am I doing now? All right, I'm driving. I'm driving. I'm driving somewhere that I like. Okay, now I'm listening to this. And I'm not suppressing the feeling it gives. I'm giving the the actual feeling space to exist, but I'm not letting it overtake me. It's like I'm observing it. It's like I'm not going in the ocean, but I'm watching the waves hit and I'm listening to the water and that's giving me the peace by the hearing the noise. I don't have to get myself wet in the water, in the ocean to, to receive its medicine. I don't have to be at the beach to receive its medicine. I can listen to the sh a seashell and put it to my ear 
and it'll take me there. I could take that down, and I won't be at the beach, and I could just be where I am. It's like we time travel, especially when we listen to music. You know, there's a question I asked. I said, How, what do you do when you feel lost? And some people said, pray, work out, do something that makes us happy, listen to music. And not only should we do these things, do yoga, you know, bring movement, like dance. Like I always, 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 always highly recommend just to move. You feel like you can't do anything. You feel like you can't go on. You don't want to do anything. You feel completely unmotivated. Move. Like throw on some funny something, you know, something funny, something active, you know. Bring it back. Put on like one, two step. Put on like soldier boy. Do something. You know what I mean? Something that's going to make you laugh and be like, oh, wow, I remember when this had a dance. Put on pop lock and drop it and go stand in front of the mirror okay do something like that <laughs> you know you put on whatever you got to put on and um to get yourself moving whatever makes you move and and move you know and then when you get into that trance space when you get into that meditation of moving and you're like wow okay i'm getting this because we store a trauma in our physical body so when we're moving things we're moving it around right we might not be completely laying it out yet but now you're starting to move it around. So now it's not um, paralyzing you anymore, right? Because you're like, no, I'm not going to subscribe to that. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move with it. So in doing that, I really encourage you that in, in between the moments, like, to not fear the silence. Because that's where you find yourself. In my experience, in a lot of monks' experience, and a lot of people's experience, you know, I would always hear, like, oh, you know, sit still in the stillness and the silence anymore. What do you mean? I can never silence my mind. Do you understand what happens in here? Like it's, it's. If I could put a pause on it, I would have. Trust me, you know. <laughs> um, for those overactive thinkers, which I can't imagine not being one, at any capacity in this day and age, I highly encourage you, in between your movements, to embrace that silence and see what it tells you whether you're listening to music and it pauses or in between the next song starting or you're doing yoga and you're in between poses and you're focusing on your breath, you're working out and that breath in between reps or when you put the weights down and you just have a moment, what is happening in your head in that moment? Is it nothingness? Is it an insecurity? Is it an excitement? Is it a past trauma? When we move our bodies, when we do these different movements, we are activating these stagnancies and these different things that we carry with us. So it's like we're walking story, right? We, we have pictures all over our body. Now, when you slow down, you get to look at it. You're like, oh, okay, that's what that is. That's within me. Anything you think you're not, it's not random. When are you going to start thinking that things are not just random? When synchronicities are all around you. You know, some people pray for signs, especially when we're at the, those points where we're like, I just, I need a sign. Give me a sign, please. But they're always around us. It's about having the capacity to 
receive the information of what it's trying to give us. Like spirits all around us trying to give us little love notes and and hints, and we'll, and we'll be like, we'll like slap it out of our face. Like, nah, that's not, nah, that's not it. That's not. It. And I'm not saying the. I'm not saying you know, everything. Is just that's it, and that's a go. Like you'll know, you'll know what you'll if you listen. If you really, really, really listen to you, hearing things from other people is 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 good. You know when you love people that that you trust, but even the people you love the most and that you trust the most are human, and sometimes they're biased and they don't mean to be. It doesn't make them bad people. It just means that you should dive deeper within yourself to know what it is that you trust within you. Because nobody can tell you how to live your life. Nobody can tell you how you can find yourself. Because no one's ever been lost in you. You get lost in you. And you find you in that lostness. <laughs> and you can't even, it's not even right to put that on anybody. Of course, you can ask people, you know, if you resonate with somebody. We listen to people that we resonate with. We observe people that we resonate with even if there is an opposition like even if you see somebody and you're like mm, i don't like that don't, there's something about them you know it, it gets me pissed off this something you're paying attention why are you paying attention because you probably resonate with something right so it's like diving into that and unpacking that for a second and being like okay well what is it that i resonate with them and then if you feel you know this is something you want to take back from as far as like okay this person gave me advice and i have that a good a person that you should really take advice from in my opinion i always i always 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 look for these things if i'm getting my eyebrows done right my eyebrow lady better have incredible eyebrows shout out to amina okay because she has great eyebrows and that's my eyebrow lady i have to go see her tomorrow because it's been months but it's okay um, <laughs> if you are going to learn music, you should know what that music teacher likes to listen to, right? You're going to lessons on things. Maybe know what it is that brings them happiness because if hip hop brings you happiness and classical music brings them happiness, you guys might not meet on the same boat and that's okay. You both have music in common, but you might not have the same taste in common, now, you want to do things that resonate with you. Also, of course, you have things to learn from people that we don't resonate with as well, and I'm not eliminating that. But if you're working from a space where you're only working with comforts, where we're in survival, and we're like, all right, I just need to get by. I need to get to the next day. I need to feel good. I want to feel good. Why can't I feel good anymore? Why don't I have motivation to get up in the morning? Why is it a, a, a long task for me to fulfill my basic needs? Like feeding myself and brushing my teeth and taking a shower and doing these things that we need to like go on with our days. Like why are these things so difficult? Just listening. Listening to the things that resonate are going to make more sense than listening to an opposition, right? Because the opposition is going to bring so much discomfort. It could bring you back into a, a relapse of a code of different coping mechanisms that we've created in any shape or form. You know, so... Be easy with yourself. Be easeful. Do what works. Even if it takes more time, do what works. Do what's stable. Do what's like secure in your mind. 
and always be open to surrendering to more when it opens up. Like you have a plan, but also be open to that plan changing because the more you expand, the more you learn, the more you do, the more you find yourself, the more doors open. So you're like, okay, well, I think I'm going to go from A to Z. But then like there's a new letter in the alphabet that opens up and is like, yo, come through. And you're like, I don't know if I trust you. I've never seen you before. That's kind of scary. But that's where you're supposed to go for whatever reason. Now you're over here. You create a new letter in the alphabet that everybody needed and they can express themselves in a deeper way that they could never do prior to this letter existing. It doesn't have to make sense to other people. It has to make sense to you. Most importantly, it has to make sense to you. And I believe that finding ourselves when we do feel lost is so important to speak to our inner God and our outer God, for lack of better words, just listening to the in-between both, looking for the signs that we give ourselves, the signs that we, that spirit shows us within. What's our tells? How, how do I react to a certain situation? Am I like this? Am I sitting like this? Am I closed off? Am I opened up? Do I want to speak more? Do I feel safe? Do I feel comfortable? Do I feel safe and comfortable because someone else is making me safe and comfortable? Or do I feel safe and comfortable because I am safe and comfortable within myself everywhere I go? And that is the most important thing. And that's what I found with Root Chakra right here. And that's what I found within myself is that once you feel safe and comfortable within yourself, you can be yourself anywhere and you will find yourself. You won't feel lost. But if you don't know and don't create that safety for yourself. You will feel lost in a room full of people. You will feel lost in a space by yourself because it's constantly evading your own mind. When you are afraid to be alone, you're not afraid to be alone. You're afraid to be alone with your mind. You're afraid to be alone with the thoughts that are so loud that you don't know how to shut off. That no matter how many movies, no matter how many TV shows, no matter how many books, no matter how many relationships, situationships, jobs, anything that you get into will never make that stop. You can, by listening to what it wants to say, tuning yourself to the frequency, like you're listening to a radio, you're sick of the static, we'll find the station. What are you trying to listen to? There's plenty of them. There's plenty of different situations and stories within yourself that come from you, that come before you, and that will come after you. Now, what do you want to pass on and what do you want to leave? You don't have to carry it all. That's up to you. Now, what I want to leave you with is find yourself in that space, in the silence, in between the notes, in between the songs, in between the conversations. The more comfortable you get with that awkward silence, doesn't have to be awkward. You make it awkward. Deadass, like, you are the one who makes it awkward. Like, it's not awkward. It's just silence until you call it awkward. It's okay to be live and to have to take a breath, to pause, to, re to go back. It's okay to go on stage and make a mistake. You're human. I find that when people make mistakes, I don't, like, thrive off of people make mistakes. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not like, oh, my God, yes. But I, I smile because I'm like, mm. even when it's someone that you look at or you could put on a pedestal and be like, wow, they can do no wrong. They're incredible at what they do. 
And if they like stutter or like sing off key or like do something, you're like, wow, look at you humaning over there. I'm not the only one. That's crazy. You know, and it just gives you this sense of, wow, we're all not so different. You know, we are different. We're all equally different as we are not different. Remember that. And yeah, just give yourself that. I wanted to, I, pur- I purposely wore today Naruto and Sasuke because it's two perfect examples of what to do when you feel lost. You know, you have the, I want to save myself and everybody, Naruto experience. And then you have the Sasuke experience where I'm going to seek revenge until I find myself, you know, or if I do something um, to get back at what was done to me, I'll find myself that way. And then you see how that ends and you see how it ends with Naruto or, you know, the story continues. So you see how that goes on. And I just thought it was fitting. And I also want to say shout out to my friend, my good, good friend, Jatik, and this awesome shirt. And it says Living Hope. Also with him and Stereotype. And um, yeah, these are things that I chose to wear because it's like, what do you do when you feel lost? It's like, these are examples. These are examples. You, you live with that hope. You keep that hope in the forefront. You know, what do you do when you're lost? And then I also put my home, my home on my head. It's like we all have different ways of expressing ourselves. Um, I choose to express myself with what I wear a lot. Um, you know what I say, too? You know, that's why I'm here. That's why we're doing this thing called duality and stuff like that. But, yeah, I just wanted to touch base on that and uh, share what I've learned because I feel like it was something I'm continuously learning. I'm not done learning. I won't ever be done learning. I have this book. It's called Peace of Mind. And although I'm not the best at reading out loud, I will do my best. And if I stutter and if I trip, I'll keep going no matter what. So today is February 24th, right? Today is February 24th? Okay, cool. Just want to make sure. Just want to make sure it's every day. Thank you, Ken. <laughs> February 24th. I try to be a philo- I try to be as philosoph. I try to be as philosophical as the old lady from Vermont who said that the best thing about the future is that it only comes one day at a time by Dean Eitzen. Those who belong to self-help groups such as Alcoholics Anonymous, Smoke Enders, and Weight Watchers know the value of saying one day at a time. The slogan makes it easier to say, I won't smoke for the next hour, I won't have dessert with lunch, or I won't stop for a drink after work. So focus is so the focus is on the moment rather than tomorrow, next week or next month. Live for today. It is another slogan that you can use to help you focus on the present. This focus can prevent your mind from wandering to worry, anxiety, and fears about tomorrow and keep you in the place in time where you can do the most, the present. Life cannot be predicted or even imagined. It can only be experienced in each minute. So don't try to write the events of tomorrow until after they've happened. Instead, see today's sunrise and sunset. Be free to experience all that is in store for you. Fresh and new, exciting, fresh and new and exciting right now. And the bottom quote is, 
Whenever I feel I'm getting way ahead of myself, I will use the slogans one day at a time. Live for today to keep my mind focused on the present. And the page is 55. So, you know, we want to talk about synchronicities. I didn't open up that book until right now. I had no idea that that was it. Are we paying attention? I am. Are you? I hope so. Now, before we go, I, uh, I'm saying I'm a lot today, but it's okay. I am pulling from the power of surrender cards. And I want to tune into the collective energy of everyone who's listening now, who will listen in the future, well, the future is now to you. And that this surrender card uh, break bounds of any time constructs that we consider and for it to meet everyone in a really good way. What is it? It's this one. What is it that we need to surrender to? Surrender to what is. Flow with what is instead of fighting when you cannot change a situation. Compassionately accept it exactly as it is. It will bring you peace. And that's all I got for you guys today. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that you continuously find yourself every time you feel lost. It's not a one-time thing. You'll learn to frequent the lost and found and retrieve the items and what you need and what you don't. Sometimes you'll go there and you'll realize that someone else might need it. And with that, I leave you to have a beautiful day and beautiful week. And I'll see you same time, same place next week, Wednesday, 1030.